Hello and welcome to the next instalment of Feel Bay's Feel Good podcast. And June marks LGBTQ plus month. And in recognition of this, today's guest is Trudy Peterson, our Projects Innovations Lead. And she's going to talk a little bit about what it means to be an ally. So Trudy, over to you. Okay, so I guess a good place to start is by asking the question, what is an ally? So an ally is somebody who is in the straight or cisgender, which is also a term that's used. That's a term that's used for somebody whose gender identity matches their sex assigned at birth. So somebody who's in the straight community or the cisgender community who doesn't identify as LGBTQ+, but who actively supports and promotes equality and inclusion of those who do. So many people become allies because they've witnessed the experiences of friends or family members. And it was a friend of mine a few years ago that first suggested I was an ally. We were talking about an upcoming social event. You're coming, aren't you, he said. It was a specific LGBTQI event. So I asked him if I was invited. Of course you are. You're an ally. An ally? I hadn't really thought about it. It wasn't a term that I'd used to describe myself. So I asked him what he meant, and this is what he said. Basically, it means you support the LGBTQ community actively, you challenge prejudice, you promote equality and inclusion on a day-to-day basis. I'd always had LGBTQ plus friends, but the concept of allyship was one that I hadn't explored. When he explained, it resonated. I'd always tried to support my friends in the community. I'd challenged negative commentary. I'd promoted positive commentary. So, yeah, I guess I was an ally. But over time, I've discovered that there's more to being an ally than just being a friend. I found out more. I did more background reading and I asked more questions. And I've tried to carry this over to my various work settings, striving to be aware and inclusive in my professional and my personal life. So what do allies do then? Well, allies do all of those things that my friend mentioned. We support, we challenge inequality, we promote inclusion. But, and this is really important, this doesn't mean that an ally speaks for the LGBTQ plus population. I cannot speak for my friend. His experience is not my experience. But I can speak up for my friend. And that's different. This means that I need to listen to what he tells me, and not to make assumptions about his needs or wants. So allies promote inclusion for all members of the LGBTQ plus population. And that community is very diverse. The experiences of a 20-year-old gay man will be different to those of a 60-year-old transgendered individual. Somebody with a disability may have a different experience. Somebody from a particular ethnic or cultural background may have another. And even within this, people's experiences differ. Someone in a small village in West Wales will have different challenges and opportunities to somebody in an urban city. The only way to understand, and that's what allyship is about, is about listening and understanding, is to listen to as many voices as possible. My friend is not representative of all, so it's important that I engage with people's experiences right across the board. And that includes talking to people, reading people's stories, like the ones you're seeing on Connect at the moment checking out the LGBTQ plus media and being aware of current legal and cultural issues. Being an ally also involves learning about yourself, reflecting on your own beliefs, thoughts and behaviours. It's useful to ask for feedback from somebody that you trust when you do this. 
Sometimes it can uncover beliefs you didn't realise you had and behaviours you didn't realise you conducted. And you need to be willing to address these at a personal level. Part of my own journey into being an ally involved accepting that there were times in my past when I could have been more proactive and more confident in challenging lack of inclusion. I felt a bit guilty about these moments, although I recognised there were reasons. I was much younger. I was in a position where I felt I had no real power to challenge. And there were institutional and cultural norms that were difficult to push against. I didn't know if I would be supported. I can't turn the clock back, but I can make sure that I do my best to champion those who might want to be effective allies now. You need to watch out for stereotypes. Stereotypes are not always, at first glance, obviously negative. I'm thinking of things like um, the gay best friend stereotype that's so beloved by old school sitcom writers. Uh, You know, the typical scenario, a single female with a string of dating disasters and a male gay best friend, usually flamboyant and exaggeratedly camp. Date doesn't end well and they all end up in a rainbow decorated bar being served pink cocktails by a mustachioed man with a leather cap and shorts before singing karaoke to whatever diva you fancy. Um, This is intended to be humorous and inoffensive, but actually this kind of media can actually promote unhelpful stereotypes. I have friends who wear sensible suits, who don't drink who are most definitely not camply flamboyant and would rather die than belt out share classics in front of strangers. So just be careful of your stereotypes. How to be more ally. So how can you be more proactively LGBTQ plus positive in your day-to-day life? Well, some of it is about not making assumptions. If somebody mentions a partner, don't assume they are a particular gender. If you're introducing somebody, ask how they would like to be introduced. Do they have gender pronouns they prefer? Be aware of language that might exclude certain groups. So if somebody wants to be referred to in gender neutral terms as they or them, use those terms. And there will be times you will make errors. Ask to be corrected. Speaking up for your colleagues means that you do this whether you are, they are present or not. This role models behaviours for other people. Inclusivity is about being authentic. It's about walking the walk, not just talking the talk. It's important that senior colleagues in particular are aware of the privilege of power that they hold and the influence of their actions. We should all be asking questions about our day-to-day work and seeking to embed a culture of inclusion. So what do you do if you hear somebody say something that's clearly derogatory or you witness behaviour that would constitute prejudice? Prejudice or language and actions are unacceptable at any level and need to be confronted in a calm and professional way. You don't need to do this alone. As well as your line manager and the overall management of the home or domiciliary setting, both Envivo and your particular organisations, people and culture departments are there to support you. We all hope that you would never witness this. But if you do, we will not tolerate, tolerate prejudice towards LGBTQ plus individuals. It's a learning process. I'm proud that my friend thinks I'm an ally. That initial conversation took me on a journey I'm still on. I'm still learning. Inclusivity, inclusivity is not something you can tick a box for. It isn't simply achieved by displaying a rainbow flag or going to Pride once a year. 
It's an all year round attitudinal cultural questioning and learning process. Just as an aside, though, do display the rainbow flag, wear the badge, lanyard, whatever. It makes a visible statement and it publicly demonstrates support. I thought I'd leave you with a couple of links so you can find out a bit more yourself. Imperial College in London has got a really good section on their website about how to be an ally. And that includes separate sections on how to be a bi ally, a trans and a non-binary ally. There's a really good section on inclusive language and a link to a YouTube video as well. It's well worth a read or a watch. And the link to that will be on the on Connect. Uh, there's also um, a good bite-sized article from the BBC, which tells us how we can all be a little bit more ally. And the link to that will be there as well. If you want some additional support about being an ally, contact your people and culture lead and have a chat with them. And if you've listened to this and you look at the links, then um, I guess you're already on your way. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank you so much, Trudy, for providing such a thought-provoking discussion. Um, I feel that we champion diversity and inclusion, and I think learning and understanding is a huge part of that. So we hope you've enjoyed this bite-sized episode and found it insightful and informative. If you'd like to take part in a podcast or there are topics you'd like to hear about, please get in touch. And thank you so much for listening.